Thank you for those songs. Very, very meaningful as we think about what Jesus has done for us. And that same evening that he was betrayed and crucified, or that started the process as he was betrayed and then going into his trials and the next day, and he had that Passover supper with his disciples. It's interesting that he thought about giving an example of service. So turn with me to John chapter 13. I think for myself, well, I know for myself, if I would have known what was coming, the pain, the sorrow, the suffering, and the weight of sin, all those things that was coming to him, I wouldn't have thought about giving an example of serving each other. And yet, as we think about what he was actually doing, that was the ultimate service. And so, of course, he wanted to explain this in a very practical manner. I'm going to read, starting at verse 1, a number of verses there, and then come back and, and look at a few Uh, things in this uh, passage. So it says, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And supper being ended, the devil, having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hand, and that He was come from God and went to God. He rises from supper, laid aside his garments, took a towel, and girded himself. After that, he poureth water into a basin, began to wash his disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Simon saith unto him, Lord, doest thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now. But thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus saith unto him, He that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And ye are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore he said, Ye are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet and taken his garments, was set down again, he said unto them, Know you what I have done to you? Ye call me Master and Lord, and ye say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither is he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. Going back to the beginning of the passage, it says that he, his hour was come, his time to depart. And it mentions here that having loved his own, which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And there are two things here about the fact that his, his time being his hour coming, And he knew it was time for his crucifixion. And and yet, how would that have been of any value outside of verses 1 and 3, where 
In verse 1, it says he loved his own, the ones that he had here. He loved them. Had he come and lived here and not loved the people and not loved his followers, what, what would his crucifixion have accomplished? He had love for them. And it's interesting, the uh, Greek is, is more expressive really here when it comes to the idea of loving them unto the end. It's more the idea of completely or finally to the uttermost he loved them. That wasn't like he loved them just up until now and then it's, it's over, but it was a to the end is like as much as possible. He had this great love for his, for his followers and for the whole world, of course, but those who were in the world. And yet, in that, in verse 3, it says that he was fully aware of his divinity. He came from God, and he was going back to God. And he was here just uh, in the flesh for a period of time. And in that, the fact that he was God... Yet he loved his followers completely and fully, so much so that he was willing to kneel down and become the servant around the table and share in this way. Now, it's also interesting that it says here in verse 2, that supper being ended, the devil having now put into his heart Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. So not only was Jesus fully aware of his divinity, he was fully aware of the opposition. And up until now, the opposition had primarily been people from without, uh, often the Jewish people that did not like what he was saying and what he was teaching and all of that. And now suddenly the opposition had not only was not only out there, the opposition had moved into the inner circle to those whom he had loved completely and fully and ultimately. There among them was one who was going to betray him. And he recognized that and made references to it. And and here it says, excuse me, and supper now being ended. And it's interesting in the, Again, in the Greek, it would, and, and probably a number of your, if you have other translations, maybe a parallel Bible or something, it might say, excuse me, it might say something more like while supper was being served or during the supper. Uh, it doesn't appear from the Greek that the supper was completely over and now Jesus did this. It's almost like in the middle of the supper, and what I, we're not sure exactly what was being talked about or what was being discussed, but let's take a look. Let's go back to uh, Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22, verse... And that's not the passage I wanted. The passage I wanted had to do with, um, and I must have written down a wrong reference, but when his disciples were discussing and trying to decide who would be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Uh, I want to be the greatest. I want to, there was a discussion. There was a discussion among them who was going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And it's interesting, they had discussed this earlier on in the ministry, 
in Jesus' ministry. They had, this had come up before. But in the context that I was looking at, it was right up when they were basically about time for the crucifixion. It had been, so this had been discussed very close to this supper. And surely one of these uh, followers of Jesus should have thought about when they got to the supper, well, maybe I should wash everyone's feet or let's, because that was a common practice. Usually it was a servant, so that would do that. But I'm wondering, and maybe I'm adding something here that's not in the scripture, but I'm wondering if they got to this supper and they were all still thinking about who's going to be greatest. And they're thinking, well, if I stoop down and wash each other, everybody's feet, it's certainly not me that's going to be the greatest. That makes me the servant. And and uh, maybe John's thinking that, and Peter's thinking that, and Matthew, they're, they're all kind of thinking, well, I'm not going to be the servant. I want to be the greatest in the kingdom. And so they're sitting there at the, at the supper table, and probably no one's feet had been washed like often was when he'd come together at a meal like this. And so they're all sitting there and with dirty feet, and Jesus, their Lord and Master, if you will, gets up, go gets the towel as a servant would do and stoops down and starts washing their feet. And I don't know what some of the others were thinking. I'm not sure what went through their minds, what they were saying, but Peter was observing it and decides, no, no way. He's not going to wash my feet because that would make me greater than him and I'm not greater than him. I might be greater than the rest of these guys sitting here and I might be looking for a high position in the kingdom, but I can't be higher than him. Well, Jesus had to deal with Peter and show him some things. But the question then becomes this. Are we sometimes that way, even within the brotherhood or within the community? Oh, I wouldn't serve that person or I'm not going to help them. And it comes down to, do I think I am greater than they are? You see, Jesus was teaching something here about love for anyone. And I would expect that he washed Judas's feet right along with the rest of their feet. And so he's, he's washing their feet. And isn't that an example to us? where Jesus talks about doing good, especially to those of the household of faith. Our first responsibility to serve each other is within the brotherhood. But the Bible also talks about loving our enemies, doing what? Good to them who hate us, who persecute us. Pray for them that despitefully use us and so forth. And if you think about it, at when Jesus is giving the example there about at the end, when people come there to before him and he says, you know, I didn't know you or you claim to do this and you claim to do that. And they say, yeah, but didn't we prophesy and didn't we do this and didn't whatever. And, and then there were others that didn't really know what they had done. And he gives examples about someone was hungry and you fed them. Someone was in prison and you visited them. Someone was thirsty, you gave them water. Someone was naked and you gave them clothing and so forth. He's giving those as, an exa as examples. Those are not generally, or they could be, but they're not generally our closest friends 
that are in those situations. But do we stoop down and take a towel, gird ourselves, and wash those people's feet too, and serving them and blessing them and doing something for them? And I, I realize we, you know, as, as the scripture would make it apparent, you know, we can't help everyone in every situation as one individual. But as me, as an individual, am I willing to help the people who maybe can never help me back? Or even someone who, w- who is in opposition to me, would I still do something to help that person if given an opportunity? Like with, in this case with Judas, he was given that opportunity. And so as we look at this passage, what I want us to remember this morning is the love, the great love that Jesus had for his followers, and yet he was God, he was divine, he knew that, the scripture brings that out, he knew his opposition, and yet he still served everyone around that table, as far as I can tell, and then when he gets done with that, he says, I've I've given you an example, happy are ye if you do them, and that word happy there is the same word that is used in the Beatitudes for blessed are they that do this, blessed are they that do that, blessed are... So if we think about the Beatitudes being blessed, we come to this idea of serving others. He says, blessed are you if you do this. Don't forget to do it. Now, we do this as a brotherhood. We literally wash each other's feet. Is that, was Jesus saying, okay, I want you to actually just do that, and then that's all there is to it? Well, I think we all know better than that. It is an example and a reminder. And if someone is not willing, and I'm not saying for, there's people for health reasons or medical or age or whatever, I understand that totally. But I'm saying if people who can, would say, oh, I'd never, I'd never get down on my knees and actually wash somebody else's feet. Are you kidding me? No way. That's disgusting. No, I won't do that. Would they, in life, stoop down and serve someone, especially someone who maybe they are not quite the type of person that you generally rub elbows with? Maybe not someone who would be in your little group or someone, but you would be willing to serve them even if it's a little um, dusty and dirty and maybe even a little disgusting sometimes, would you be willing to serve someone and bless them? And Jesus said, if that's your life, if that's your, if that's your lifestyle, if that's the type of things you do in life, you are going to be blessed for it. And so as we do this this morning as a brotherhood, let's remember that we want to be willing to uh, be the servant of each other. There's no who's greatest in the kingdom of heaven stuff here. That's, that's not the point. The point is, who can I serve in the kingdom of heaven? And who can I serve that's maybe not in the kingdom of heaven? As me being a part of the kingdom of heaven and following Jesus' example.